temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Uh, well, uh, it's the perfect way to start off another edition of the food show in which we uh, sit down and we talk about topic A in New Orleans, which is eat, uh, to eat. And to, oh, you know why? This is, that's the stupidest thing I've done today. And that is saying something, ladies and gentlemen. It was my, here, here it is. Right, let's, let's see if this works. Uh, no, not quite. Can you hear me? We're not sure if I can be heard or not. But that'd be the perfect start for uh, a program about food uh, and uh, the fact that uh, all of these, all of the holidays are kind of, strangely enough, uh, creeping in from different uh, different ways. It's not the same you get around uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that, but. Uh, there's a lot of uh, festive feeling around town, and I'm sure you've been enjoying your share of it. I hope you have been anyway. And uh, I am back from uh, a f- uh, uh, more than a... Now, wait a minute. Ta-da, 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 ta-da. Ta-da. No, that didn't do it. Hey, uh, hey, Doug, can you take a look into this why, and figure out why it is I can't hear anything? Let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Never mind. I think I've found it now. Here it is. There we go. We got it. I, I knew it was in there somewhere. Uh, where was I? Uh, we were talking about, uh, uh, but before really getting started here, as if we have actually done that, uh, I, I'm today coming back from vacation. Uh, I had another vacation about two or three weeks ago, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking, what, what's this? What's with this guy? He gets, you know, works one day and then takes off two weeks for for a uh, uh, vacation. Well, it's just the way uh, it broke out. It uh, had to do with uh, my grandchildren. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. Tom, why do we want to hear about that? Well, you probably don't. But if you ever bump into me anywhere, uh, there's a very strong chance that I'm going to show you a picture of my grandchildren. <laughs> but how can you How can you not? 260 260- 6368, 260-6368 is our telephone number. There's a lot going on here and there. Uh, any reports about the uh, French Quarter Festival? Uh, uh, or, or is this the, uh, the one that, that has two different dates? We'll find out about that. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're here to, uh, ready to talk about that, uh, about anything else. And here's something... Uh, that came to me as we were on our way from point A to point D uh, during this little vacation of ours. I asked my wife, would she please remind me of something that I had just thought of at that moment, and my memory is not especially good, so I was asking her to uh, remember the idea and to let me know about it because I think we could really get something with this. And the something, what I'm always looking for is more people to call on our radio show and uh, tell us about uh, their connections with the food world. 
which means things like, yes, we have always loved to eat, you know, things like that, which, strangely enough, uh, is a very, very acceptable uh, something that you could uh, uh, lay in between the, the words of our, uh, ra- uh, our radio show here. And uh, we'd love to hear from you about it. But here was the idea. It occurred to me while I was looking for some information about, uh, it doesn't matter what the restaurant was. It was a well-known restaurant. Uh, and I thought, you know, uh, what we have n- never really done here is to go down the list of uh, the, the restaurant menus that are out there and, and going through them and making comments about them, about specific dishes about a suspicion, yeah, that too, uh, uh, specific, uh, also uh, wines and all the other pieces that come into a, into a, a great dinner. And uh, the more I thought about it, the better it sounded, which is probably a dead giveaway and, and watch out, you know. But uh, uh, the, the first thing that we came up with was to uh, find some—to uh, go online and look at the websites of all of the restaurants that we could find that looked promising. And uh, specifically, we were looking for uh, restaurants whose uh, published menus in uh, online or in you know, some other place where that can be done, which is a whole lot of places— and uh, and then just picking up the a copy of the menu, and just going through it and talking about, you know, that this is uh, this is an unusually good restaurant, and this one is not so good, and this one is delicious food but not very good. I mean, uh, not very uh, well. A rotten deal is what I was reading up to there. Uh, so uh, we got to talking about this, and I thought, well, for once. We'll have an idea that will be very easily uh, recognized and also would uh, be, be found to be um, worth, <laughs> worth a lot. Actually, uh, a lot of information about uh, restaurants in general. And I, I came up with a few of them, and some of them are so obvious that it's, it, you hardly have to say a word about them, like Drago's, for example. Uh, not much needs to be said about them because everything's been said about them, which doesn't mean that you couldn't do it again. Anyway, uh, we, we got to playing around with this, and we found that the number of restaurants that are out there that are uh, doing special menus uh, of any kind, uh, they are not uh, doing what you could call a really exciting kind of a of a cuisine. In fact, uh, I, I, I remember going through about a, a series of about 10 different restaurants, all of which I thought, oh, great, if I have the actual menu from this restaurant, I could go down the list and uh, tell everybody who is listening why this dish is, is better than other dishes like that. And uh, have you ever had this? And maybe you ought to try it if that's what you like and about other things. <clears throat> anyway, we did that and found that on the, on the web itself, you find a startling lack 
of menus, the actual menus, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be exactly the way they're put together with the same type fonts and all of that, just that it has the same information and is easy to, re- to, to uh, read. And about, uh, oh, about five, six hours ago, I was spending my fifth or sixth hour going through a lot of websites on the web, I guess where else would you put them except on the web? But uh, I kept going through them and coming up with nothing. (laughs) So this proves something I remember saying a long time ago, uh, namely that if you're looking for good information about the restaurant scene out there without actually walking up to the restaurant and looking at it and eating there, uh, a good way to, uh, to do it is to just pick up copies of their menus, and then you'll have everything you need to know. This has proven to be false. It seems really unnatural, but nothing, which of course means that I'll have nothing to uh, offer you uh, in the way of a new uh, dish or two, but uh, maybe you've got some anyway. So if if, uh, you have seen a menu lately, that uh, had a lot of interesting food in it, and it could be interesting good or asked, uh, interesting bad. You know, we, can, we always cut both ways that way. Uh, call us and tell us um, if you even understand what it is that I'm trying to put across here, but uh, I'll try one more time. I'm looking for, uh, and if you tell me the exact web address, I could just go over to it and look at it. And, and a restaurant uh, that is willing to just make up, uh, you know, or, or to send me uh, to send me one of their menus, and then uh, we will have some information, and I will be able to just spew forth about, you know, what might be out there. There, there was one that caught my eye because it is so uh, much in the uh, in a in a very particular uh, category here. Uh, on the 21st, I think it is, is uh, Passover. And uh, over the, uh, it's the 19th? That's the, the, the night, yeah, that's uh, right. <clears throat> um, uh, I remember some years ago, uh, I don't know if this had ever happened before, but the restaurant involved was the uh, Redfish Grill, which you wouldn't think be about as a place where... Uh, Passover Seder dinners might be put forth. In fact, they have done that off and on many times over the years. It's very popular. And uh, so other uh, restaurants have been doing so, and I got uh, some information. I just actually ran into it. uh, That Shia, which is uh, Chef uh, John Besh's restaurant, he did it in partnership with... uh, Oh, uh, he, he, he had a, uh, let's just say he had a, 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 two guys. It was John Besh and uh, a, a partner at that time, but they have since split up. So let's, we, we're not even going to go over there. Uh, but anyway, uh, at Shia, this is, this is uh, uh, uptown on Magazine Street, they have uh, an $85 dinner. And it's a combination of uh, many, many different uh, items that you might not find the rest of the year. $35 for, for, for children. 
And uh, that is, did I mention $85 as the main price for this? And it's, it is, according to the information that's been handed to me, it is supposed to be really good. This will come from people who have gone to this celebration every year. Uh, I'm not Jewish myself, but I have a lot of Jewish friends who invite me to these uh, dinners. Sometimes they, uh, sometimes they keep them up, uh, uh, you know, literally uh, kosher for set Passover. Not all of them do, and they, they always tell you when they don't. And uh, I, I especially like those because I, I get a lot of information from the people who invited me and uh, how delighted they are that I'd, I'd come to it. Well, I'd why not? It sounds good to me. Talking about people being nice to one another as being a, a part of the lifetime of a human being. Well, that would be one of them. Anyway, uh, that is going on and uh, the, the, um, the 19th and for a few days after. And uh, so I w- this is the kind of thing I was looking at uh, as talking about you know get this special menu and then tell you all about it and what this ingredient is and what that ingredient is to the uh, distinction that I can um, make anything like a vatable uh, uh, take a look at it but anyway it's uh, I w- went looking for it in in the um, various websites and very very little don't understand it well anyway why, not so much why the, the, our regular readers don't know, but the, the, the restaurant people, you know, I, when we come back from the break, I want to tell you, uh, if you're in the restaurant business, I have uh, something that you'll really like, and it's free. But we will return with more of it in a moment after First Please This. Our uh, producer, Doug, over here uh, was able to find uh, a full menu all the way, top to finish, uh, including with lots and lots of details on all of the food involved uh, for the uh, Shia uh, past, uh, uh, the Seder dinner. Uh, Passover uh, 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 dinner. It's a Seder plate is what he calls it. There's a whole bunch of different ways he can go with it. But uh, anyway, this is something that has gone on among the restaurant people uh, for about the last 20 years, and, and it kind of comes and goes a little bit. But it's it's uh, it's just uh, shows how much uh, uh, variety you can come out of uh, with a with a special cuisine like ours and like uh, like theirs. Or ours, too. Or what am I talking about? Anyway, it's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's nice to be here with you talking about eating and restaurants and cooking and wine. Uh, Over the uh, last year, uh, well, not last year, but the last uh, week, big difference there, um, it was my grandsons. uh, I have two grandsons. One of them just uh, turned uh, one and the other one just turned four. Uh, there are a load of laughs, and uh, I'm not going to get into the whole uh, business between this grandchild and that grandchild because we all just had a fantastic uh, week about it. But uh, we did our share of going out to eat in restaurants around town, and you know what? Whatever you may have heard about the culinary scene in uh, Los Angeles, no matter whether you've heard that it is uh, uh, expensive 
or that it seems to be one-dimensional. It seems like everything kind of tastes the same. Everything's the kind of the same kind of look. Whatever you might have heard in that direction, uh, I can tell you that's exactly how it is. <laughs> that is not not a horrible place to eat. Not a horrible place to eat. To eat. But as major cities in my experience, uh, can say, uh, there, there ain't a lot there, if you ask me. And every time we go in, and um, <clears throat> we've been going back and forth ever since my son moved to Los Angeles from here in New Orleans a long time ago. And uh, I'm always astonished by how much possible uh, good eating uh, might be turned up uh, around Los Angeles, and then we get to the point where the food actually starts coming, and the service is is pretty good, but the food it just sits there for me. I I don't know. Uh, maybe you have to grow up with it. You know, maybe it's like Creole cooking. If you didn't grow up with it, you probably wouldn't understand it as much as if you did. But uh, I just can't get my head around it. There was one place, but I'd been there before, so it didn't move me a lot. There, there are a lot of Chinese places that make these unbelievable dumplings. I mean, to, to watch uh, the chefs build these things out of basically nothing. And it's all they have are uh, various sizes and shapes of uh, various kinds of well, they look like pastas to me, but they're they're uh, wheat flour based uh, dump, uh, dumplings. There's no no other word for them, and they steam them, and they have some sauces, and and it's interesting. And even though I go over and, uh, and I take a look through the window and watch what they are doing back there, all these guys. I mean, it, it looks like there are ten of them back there in a tiny space that could only fit eleven if they needed to add one more. Uh, and they get back there and they start making these little dumplings, uh, or maybe the big ones too, and it is uh, extremely complicated, but no big deal to eat. Maybe that's part of the cuisine. I don't know. But anyhow, we had a lot of fun. Uh, just you know, with, with you can imagine, you two, two, uh, two boys with really loud voices and who run constantly. Everywhere we go, just running around and taking it. But, uh, you know, that's what having grandchildren is all about, isn't it? 2606368, 2606368. Who wants to be our first first uh, caller in since uh, I come back from, from a vacation? And by the way, in case you're wondering that uh, why I'm doing all this extra uh all this, these extra uh, special menus here. Uh, it's you're not going to hear me do a whole lot more of it, but I kind of uh, am tied into into to uh, talk about grandchildren and such uh, at this time of year at at our house two six zero six three six eight. What's been cooking around here? Uh, French Quarter Festival is that we that was last weekend, wasn't it? This uh, just, just passed okay. last weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, how did that go? I usually I have been I have broadcast that uh, for years and years, but uh, my wife had the whole thing all figured out and uh, didn't have me uh, coming to you live from uh, 
from French Quarter Festival. On the other hand, when we first started talking about French Quarter Festival, it was a, a very novel approach to uh, introducing people to some new dishes. And uh, there were a lot of people, but not anything like the number of people there are there now. Wow. The, uh, from what I've heard, the statistics I've heard, uh, French Quarter Festival this year was an absolutely fantastic uh, collection of people uh, eating everything you can imagine coming from something like a hundred different vendors. I heard that. It's, I find that hard to believe, but I'll look it up. Well, you know, a lot can huh? fit into the French <clears throat> Quarter. Oh, I say what? A lot can fit into the French Quarter. Well, yeah, that's true. You know, you've got that big river there and the and that big stand. You know, the big uh, square rather. That's right. Waldenberg Park uh, and all of that stuff. The uh, the also, and they they finally had some good weather for the whole thing. That mm, that's uh, because the, yeah. the last few have uh, been a little iffy in the weather department. But the, this week the rain came at night, which uh-huh. uh, was uh, you know which which gave them a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. That uh, and a Sunday, especially Sunday, was just the weather was just absolutely perfect. Oh yeah, it's it's back. it's been for a few days anyway. It was, it was like that in, in Los Angeles, too. It was really almost freezing cold over there, I thought, anyhow. Uh, so, uh, well, that's good. Um, that's uh, something that can only grow. It's the kind of festival that everybody loves, where you don't pay for everything in one, uh, one at a time. You pay your, your med- admission, and then, uh, then you, you just let her rip. And pay as you go, actually, is what it is. Well, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, uh, so uh, that's uh, the way people like it. It seems the the you can almost tell which restaurants doing special menus, which ones are having good luck with it, and which ones aren't, because the ones that are doing the fixed price kind of deal, I don't know, they they pull back away from it a little bit. Well, anyway. you know, it's very hard mm-hmm. to do that with mm-hmm. a French Quarter Festival. Now, some yeah. of the other festivals like yeah. we had before where you, uh, where you, the, the, the walk down uh, Royal yeah. Street, uh, that's a whole other different thing. It right? is, and, uh, and it's, as a result, it's not quite as good, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, okay. But uh, yeah. according to uh, our, our authority today, today is National Wear Your Pajamas to Work Today. Wear your pajamas to work today. That's right, and I have done Why that. Why would you want to? Well, because it's very comfortable because I brought my bed with me, too. Ah. So there, there Well, you know, I'm all for that. I'm a bit, naps. I'm, I'm a, a big fan of naps. I think you're right there. It's so, National yeah. Health Care Decision Day. So well, let's see. Is this a stampede on the part of the, um, of uh, what, what do we call that? Um, well, you got to make a health care decision. Yeah, yeah I guess today. so. Yeah, I take care of it. Ways. But that's yeah. not all. Here we have a national <clears throat> bean counter day today. Oh, do we? We yes. actually are counting beans now. Well, yes, that's that yeah. sort of thing. We, we were being meticulous today is what uh, the bean counter thing is all about. National Orchid Day today, which is, makes yeah. things beautiful. And food-wise, it's National Eggs Benedict Day today. Again? Well, again. Well, it seems to me I've seen that. Before, but it's something now that I, I noticed that a lot of restaurants are enclosing in their menus uh, or printing in the middle of it a section of the menu, uh, which in addition to scrambled eggs and omelets and uh, uh, 
uh, all the other categories that you find having to do with uh, this sort of thing. And now you see uh, a section that is called simply Benedicts. So now Benedicts are, have become how many a category. Benedicts, how many Benedicts can there be? Well, uh, uh, it depends on whether they got them early or Is it a large late. family? I'm, yeah, it, it, could, it could be. I, I can tell you this. There's more of them than there ever have been. That, that's really uh, growing rapidly these days. You are listening to The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Did you know that tomorrow we will be broadcasting live from our friends over there at Impostato's Restaurant in Metairie? And uh, last night I was talking to one of the people who was putting that together, and I learned that it will be very well attended. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'll tell you more about it when we come back from the news, or actually from a, a break a rooney here. And, uh, but first, please, this. Hello there. Welcome back. It's the food show, and actually the one who should be doing the welcoming is you, although uh, I don't care that much. Uh, but I'll give you mine right off the bat. Uh, thank you for putting up with me while I was gone on a second vacation in a month. And it just, it just things worked out that way. But I, I promise you I'll be back for... The duration. The duration. Uh, any reports on our uh, our uh, uh, guest hosts? Any, we, it was pretty much the same gang we usually have, but they're all good enough to do a good job with it. Uh, anyhow, uh, I've heard what little I've heard so far is that everybody seemed to like that. Anyway, back to work again, and what we're out here looking for is good food. And if you don't have any good food to tell me about it, then talk. tell me about bad food because, uh, you know, it, bad food is not something I am ever looking for. But sometimes you find it or maybe it finds you. And when you eat uh, too much food that's uh, too uh, ordinary, uh, you really can't uh, do much with it. But uh, we just, uh, we just uh, keep on doing all of this stuff. And uh, wondering how it was uh, working on your end of the on the end of the thing, uh, we're always on. Uh, again, I tell you, uh, looking for great food. Now, if all you find is is not so great food, tell it to us anyway, and uh, don't hold anything back. You know, we're not going to publish this. Uh, uh, probably not anyway. I'm pretty sure we won't. And. Um, we can find out about what restaurants you have found out to be very good or the ones that haven't been very good at all or anything in between. And uh, we try to tr track all of this so we can um, pa pass it out. But that is some kind of hard, boy. I can tell you from having worked on it for about uh, 45 years, keeping up-to-date restaurant information is, is kind of tough because everything's always changing. I'm working on something uh, as, the, the, as things progress during the uh, year because there's a, a project I want to do uh, sometime during the coming year. Some years ago, I, I wrote a book called The New Orleans Eat Book. And it wasn't a recipe book. There were a few recipes in it, but not too many. And it was a guide to the restaurants back then. And I'm thinking of doing this together with... Uh, some uh, information about restaurants that people ask me about a lot but that are uh, almost impossible to find. There are certain restaurants 
that have closed or have some other cause for extinction. And uh, they are among the, the things that I hear more about than anything else. That's strange. Check the phone, I've just been told. Oh, Gregory is over here on the green phone. Welcome. Hey, Happy New Year, Tom. Happy New Year to you. What a lovely day. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you got to see the grandbabies. Yeah, yeah, they, they are uh, something else. The last time Jackson's getting big. Huh? <laughs> the last time I saw him, uh, Jackson is is the yeah. uh, Old, is yeah. the older of the two, and then Bennett is the younger one. Right. And uh, the last time I saw Bennett, he was very, uh, very. Um, uh, well, let's just say he hadn't quite started his development yet. And but but then all you it turns out that I needed to do with this this little boy is to get him to start laughing. And and that was a good uh, when as soon as I started making that happen, then it really became fun. And then he and his brother started getting in everything. And it was amazing what these little kids can do. (laughs) And what 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 they can destroy, too. But that's another story. Yeah, I think I was like that too. You were talking about your your host. Well, yesterday's show was was quite good. On you know, who the, was uh, doing it? Chalice. It was the oh. gourmet chalice. Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, I really, uh, I, my hat is off to him. Uh, anybody who has the ability, the the uh, like musical ability. I mean, right there, you've got me impressed. Yeah. And he can do and radio too. Wow. Yeah. Can do radio, and he's and he's also quite a he's quite knowledgeable on wines and cuisine, which is which and is everything nice. else. Yeah, he really is. Of all people, he had on yesterday for a whole hour. He had Ming Tsai, you know, from Ming uh, Tsai? From, uh, from yeah, Ming Tsai, the guy that um, Chinese American cook out of Boston oh, who has Blue okay. Dragon and used to have Blue Ginger. Um, he has like a million PBS shows too, maybe two or three. But oh well, that PBS always helps. Twenty five years, yeah. But I'm um, just a terrific interview, and it seems like you know he's a he's a big fan of New Orleans. So it was it was it was kind of nice hearing uh, hearing hearing Ron, uh, Rand Rand was it Randy the gourmet chalice? Is that right? Is it Randy? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Uh huh. But anyway, it's it uh, it almost seemed like they knew each other, but they really didn't. <laughs> so that's how mm. good the conversation. Oh, Lelchuk. Lelchuk is his his name. Yeah. 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 Lelchuk, yeah. yeah. That's it. Daniel anyway. Lel. Yeah. Well, I always like when he uh, when he guests those, and uh, because you never know who he's going to bring on. I mean, I remember several years ago he he brought on Jacques Pepin. You know, hey, I, I, I was I was on my way out of town, and I was listening uh, to the radio to say, well, let's see if you know how bad he screws this up. Not that I expected <laughs> it, but you know, you do this oh. for the first time, and and I'm hearing uh, exactly as you say. It's Jean uh, Pepin, one of the great uh, authors of French cooking books in in the world. I've got a bunch of them. Him and, him and Julia were 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 as thick as thieves. Those two, you know. Yeah, and and uh, well, and so uh, he just got up there and started talking to these superstars. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I thought, I wonder if I'm still still going to have my job when I get back. I, you know what? That was in the back of my mind too at the time. Uh, well. maybe, maybe you ought to book a few. Well, I don't want to see you go anywhere, but I just think it's nice when he brings these guys on and and these people he brings on. They were totally into what they were doing. They were so. It seemed to me anyway, from my point of view, 
that they were thrilled to be on a radio talk show talk show in New Orleans. In the yeah, imagine that. Food. Yeah. As, <laughs> especially on a show like this. Yeah, it's a terrific yeah. show. Anyway, right. I'm right. in for the day. Enjoy the rest. Thank you. See ya. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's fun to be here with you every day talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking and wine and and all of that. Uh, Let me tell you some more about the dinner we are doing tomorrow night. It's at Impostados. Let me give you uh, just a little bit of background on this. We did our first Eat Club dinner there about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer than that. I do remember that we had already done dinners at Impostados quite a few times when they started doing it, it seemed like every week for a while there. But we didn't have a problem with it because everybody seemed to just love the place, including me. And in fact, you could go there and get the same dishes over and over and over again and still not walk away saying, hey, that didn't have a lot of variety in it. It had a fantastic flavor palette, so it, and it still does. Uh, it's a restaurant that's a little hard to get into sometime. They're always busy. But we will have a fairly uh, substantial number of people tomorrow. I hear that the number is uh, actually over 50 people, which for the Eat Club is about at the upper limits of it. We don't uh, generally get up quite that high, but uh, we, we, I know, can handle it. It's a five-course dinner. We're starting off. I'm just going through the fast version of this. We're going to start off. Uh, with a variety of appetizers, uh, seafood appetizers, crab meat, shrimp, you know. Second course, and this is how they do it in Italy, they give you the pasta in the dinner. In all, in all the dinner you're going to get, there's only going to be one plate of pasta, and that, in this case, will be their fettuccine alfredo, and I don't think that has an equal anywhere. And I've, yes, I've been to... I've been to where it was created in in Rome, so you know. I, and if that's that one's good, then this one, you know, obviously. Uh, so uh, then we are having a, a very unusual salad with a lot of things going on in it, followed by a bunch of different entrees. There, there's a pasta dish, a manicotti, which you don't see too much, and uh, also. Uh, they're, they're doing either veal or, veal or pork or there might be another choice, too, uh, of various meats that are essentially panade and presented with various sauces there. Also quite a, quite a bit of seafood available. Maybe soft-shell crabs will be there. Maybe they won't. It's a function not of the restaurant but of the weather and the, uh, the situation with uh, all of the— different uh, outfits that uh, farm-raise soft-shell crabs, but they haven't really started yet for this year. So uh, you'll at least have a shot at it. So uh, that is uh, all. Uh, the, oh, and oh, yeah, a whole bunch of uh, appetizers. I'm, I'm sorry, a bunch of, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a whole bunch of desserts. In fact, they bring every dessert they have in the house, and they put it on the table, and they say, just help yourself. If you run out of something, call us. We'll put some more in there. So anyway, uh, this, is an, uh, a, a, this is a difficult restaurant to refuse. And uh, we don't uh, refuse it very much, but you will uh, get a lot of kick out of, especially, I would say, the entrees and the fettuccine. 
and everything else is really good too. But those those were the high points. The price is eighty dollars. It includes tax tick tick tick. No, 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 there will be no ticks. No. Tax tip. You know, I've been making that mistake for twenty years. Two six. Oh wait, what's? I don't need to tell you that yet. Uh, it's eighty dollars. That includes tax tip, wines. We're pairing up wines throughout the dinner, and a dessert. The whole thing, and it is about full though. So if you're even momentarily thinking of coming, here's the phone number. Call the restaurant directly, 455-1545. You know how you make a reservation with a restaurant? Same exact uh, thing, 455-1545. That's the, that's the address or the phone number. Just call them, tell them, I, I want to get... a. Uh, a table or a chair or whatever you can you're trying to swing at the eat club make sure they know this is for the eat club otherwise you might get a with some people who aren't eat clubbers not that that makes all that big a deal of a difference so anyway hope to see you tomorrow night and um, two things you will get from me are uh, I will land very close to you and We'll have a, a right one on top of the other conversation about eating and everything, and uh, all all uh, uh, all subjects are are up there. And, and I hope we have a lot of uh, conversation along those lines. Although I don't need to worry about that because we always do. So uh, that's that. That is tomorrow night. Get the reservation. If you try to go, you might not get it. Uh, oh, one other thing. Uh, just because the way Impostados is built, uh, there are a lot of four-top tables in there. And if you want to be either with your friends, like let's say you have six of them and you'd like to get at one table, that can be done. And the same is also true that you could make a reservation uh, and just take whoever might also land at that location. And uh, I recommend that strongly because you meet uh, people who you might never have uh, met before and you'll wind up having a good evening, even more so than if you just got into it. So anyway, all of that is at Impostados tomorrow night. 260 Well, we might want to mention that uh, St. Bernard Parish government is telling some of its residents that uh, yeah. they have a boil water uh, Oh, yeah? Hmm. What happened is that uh, a water main broke just north of Wyklosky Bridge, and the advisory is for Shell Beach all the way to the end of Hopedale. Hmm. That's uh, Proctor's Landing, Britain Sound Marina. Uh, it should be, be about 18 to 24 hours before that. You should be cleared up hmm. with all the tests and everything. I thought we just want to mention that in case you're going uh, right. or are in that area. Well, uh, Impostados is nowhere around there, so no, we're that, cool. Lad. That's so. So that we're not trying to make a connection with that. Neither on the in the Fat City nor yeah. on on the North Shore. So we're cool there. And we have one other uh, uh, comment about the Eat, Eat Club dinner at uh, Impostados, and that is, uh, there's a guy there, uh, Roy Piku, who has been singing. Uh, at Impostados for some interminable length of time, you know, like 75 years, or it probably wasn't that long. 
But uh, anyway, uh, he and I are buddies, and he lets me do a couple of numbers with him. So uh, beware of that happening, and I have no escape clause anyway to see how you might get through it, through uh, that uh, without, you know, having any problems. I, my, um, my wife has a thing for really good hotels. This is a, a hobby of hers. And to the extent that we can support it, we try to go to some really uh, great hotels. There's one in uh, Pasadena, which is just an, uh, a suburb of, uh, I'd say, it's actually a pretty significant uh, uh, suburb of Los Angeles. And they have a hotel there that's rather old and has a unique look to it, and it's it's huge, and we really love it. That it's the the name of it, the, and the service is so good. In the it's called the Langham, L A N G H A M. And if you're ever in that part of uh, Los Angeles or California, for that matter, uh, it's it's almost worth going there just just to spend a night in there at the Langham. Anyway. Uh, I don't go there all that much, but there's a guy who works there who has his uh, cafe au latte on the table in front of me before I've had a chance to think about it, Long, uh, let alone ask about it. Well, uh, we've exhausted the first hour of the food show here on The Food Show on 105.3 FM. Stay tuned. More of The Food Show coming. Thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.